Hey, you are listening to the Inspire Her podcast. My name is Farron, and I'm so excited to bring in some inspiration, some amazing guests, and give you the tools you need to live your best life. Let's learn from each other, let's support each other, and let's inspire her. All right, welcome back to the Inspire Her podcast. I'm so excited for tonight's episode. Uh, The next person that I am going to interview is someone that I've been following for a while. Um, I really, like, I've just drawn to her Instagram and her personality and just the way that she just goes about things. She always looks exciting. Like, it always looks like a party with this girl. And so I've been following her, and as soon as I decided to do this podcast, I was like, I... Like, I want this girl. I need this girl on my podcast because whatever she's doing is working. And this podcast is very much for inspiring other women. And I feel like so many people have probably wanted to ask her questions and like that she's going to give so much inspiration. So you may know this person. She has been featured on Pop Sugar, um, CBS, and then actually there was one other one. I like totally wrote this down. Oh, and Yahoo, I think it said. And so um, this is Ashton Kelly. If you want to turn it. I didn't quite catch that. Oh, Oh, did you hear that? Yes, I did. That was weird. What? <laughs> I think Siri can hear me sometimes. So <laughs> what the heck? Um, okay, we'll just turn it over. So I'm going to turn it over to Ash and Kelly. Tell us a little bit about you. Tell us your story. We're so excited to have you on. Hi. Okay, I'm so excited to be here. I love anything that inspires and empowers women. So when you asked me to be part of it, I was immediately a huge two thumbs up. Um, yeah, I'm Ashton Kelly. I am a Baltimore wedding photographer. I'm actually more of a destination wedding photographer because if you want to go somewhere and get married, I will gladly go with you. Um, I am known for my crazy style shoots, most recently our Taylor Swift themed wedding, which has been just about everywhere on the internet, which still blows my mind. Um, I'm married. I live in Baltimore, as mentioned earlier. I have three dogs. I am a huge advocate for empowering women, letting business owners get their voice out there and trying to discover what that is so that they can reach their target audience and really enjoy their job. Um, So few people get a chance to do that. So through the AKP retreat, which is my workshop opportunity, I kind of mentor other women in the industry as well, creative, photography, et cetera. Um, if you do it and you enjoy it, you're probably welcome at our table. So, yeah. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Okay. So you listed off like a ton of things that you do. Um, but okay. So was it always photography? Did you always do photography? No. So what's so funny is, um, I am full disclosure, a college dropout. I, tried a million things in college. I was one of those people. I said I would never be one of those people. And then I totally was one of those people who just changed my major constantly, couldn't really decide what I wanted to do. And I I even explored things like social work. Um, I inevitably ended up in PR, which I think is the closest to the creative industry as I went in my education. But um, I left and I, I got a retail position in management. I chased that kind of to the tippy top. And when it came time to decide whether I wanted to go higher with that and really pursue it as a full lifelong career, um, I realized that really wasn't what I wanted to be doing. Um, and at the time I was, I was actually married 
um, in a previous marriage. And I ended that, that marriage. We got a divorce at the time that I started my photography business, which really, I think, allowed me to focus solely on that, fall in love with it. And so, no, it, it wasn't always wedding photography. It was Photography was something in my back pocket that I loved all of my life, but it wasn't something that I found until I really, really needed it in my life, I think. Wow. That's, I mean, that's amazing. And I love that you're so open about like, no, I'm a college dropout, you know? And that I think that's so cool because so many of us, like, it's one of those things that we don't want to talk about, you know, but you just like, I'm putting it out there. Yeah, I was. You can Yeah, be- you know, you it's important because I, I, I really feel like we're in this fast paced world where, you know, you're on the track. I know for me growing up, I graduated in 2003 from high school and it was expected of me to go to college. You know, I actually wanted to go to the art Institute of Pittsburgh. I was accepted. And my dad was like, bless his heart. I love him. So side note, love my dad. He is the most supportive guy ever. But at the time he didn't feel like being a photographer was a lucrative career for me. So, you know, he was like, why don't you just go and and take out this, you know, scholarship that you have, this opportunity that you have and go to a four-year college where you can do business because you would inevitably end up there anyway. Um, And I did. And so, you know, what was meant for me was meant for me. I ended up in that position to go there and meet the people that I did. I met my husband there. So, you know, everything happens for a reason. Um, But I don't know that college is for everyone. And I think creative specifically, it's really hard for us to fit in there because what we need out of education isn't exactly offered in a four-year or two-year college um, curriculum. Right. And well, and now you're like proof that you don't actually, you don't need it. You know, you can do your passion without it. Yeah, I truly, truly believe that. I think that if you are chasing something that you love, and of course, you know, photography is one of those things where at least I I don't need a degree. And I'm very fortunate for that. Um, There are plenty of things out there where people dream to be things like scientists, where they need degrees and education and things like that. But I didn't fall under that umbrella. And so I really struggled, not in the college scenario. Socially, it was wonderful for me, but I I struggled to thrive the way that I did in high school or, or to try to find my voice in the college community to where I felt like I was fitting in on an educated level, um, because I just wasn't passionate about what I was learning. I didn't care about biology 101. Um, <laughs> You know, so it was hard for me to connect with, with going to class and and being that student. And I did it diligently um, for four years before I left. And so I am actually like 60 hours shy, I think, of my bachelor degree. So it's something that I say all the time, I'm going to go back and get it. I'm going to go back and finish it because, you know, I got to finish what I started. But ultimately, my path was different. And I, I do think that when when young kids are leaving high school and going into college and being kind of forced into all of these student loan scenarios that may or may not be the best thing for them. I just really wish there were creative outlets um, and creative programs out there that could guide them in case they are similar to myself. Yes, totally agree. Well, and then this podcast is so perfect then for anyone listening who has that passion, you know, and you just feel it in your soul that you want to do something else. 
So that's, mm-hmm. this is great to lead into. So when did you, like, what was that feeling when you were like, okay, I want to, I want to do photography full time. Like I can't do what I'm doing anymore. Yeah. So like I said, I was doing um, retail management at the time. I was the store manager of a Delia's, which is no longer a thing. So that's kind of funny and makes me feel a little bit old. I, love um, but I remember that story. Yeah. Yes. They, they have a line, they have a line that came back recently. So, you know, it's, it's still, it's still somewhere in existence <laughs> for, for this generation. But um, yeah, I was working, you know, anywhere between like 60 to 80 hours a week because we had lost our store manager so I had stepped in as like an interim you know full store manager I had people beneath me but one of the girls that worked beneath me was also about to pop so she was getting ready to take maternity leave which just meant we were at a place where we weren't hiring as fast as we needed to and we were (laughs) at a ticking time bomb period because she was getting ready to leave us as well. In fact, I remember the day she went into labor, she was like rolling around on like a rolling seat because um, she was like, no, I'm finishing this, this shift before I go have this baby. Um, Cause we were short, we were so short of people and we were so, you know, gung ho to try to do what we needed to do. And, and I was tired. I was so tired because I was also trying to grow my photography business, which needs to happen during the weekend. Um, and of course, as you know, retail weekends are where the money is. So I was needed there during the weekend. And it just became a complete conflict of interest to the point where when they kind of asked me to step in and, and go full time with the store and to replace the staff and to grow further, I, I just wasn't happy where I was. I wasn't happy in the atmosphere that I was in, I wasn't happy working, working, working all the time for something that didn't seem like it was for me. And so I kind of took a huge leap of faith. And I said, I think that if I really throw myself into this, um, I might be able to shoot 20 weddings a year and make my, make my salary back. And by like the grace of the universe, I did, I shot 20 weddings in my first year and and got by the skin of my teeth, you know, including a session. My first session I ever made money for was actually a session that I offered for free and someone like pushed $20 into my pocket, you know, and I I still remember that. Yeah. 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 Shout out for that person. Cause like (laughs) giving that, that's amazing. Um, Yeah. And I actually went to high school with that girl. So like good on her. Yeah. She really supported me at a time I needed it. Right. And then look what she supported. You know, it's so crazy. It's like, not knowing it at the time, like, you know, that you're, we're going to be some super successful photographer, you know, like that's what she support. That's amazing. So, okay. So you, that is not normal. Like the normal for people to just be like, you know what, I'm doing it. Like you are straight out of a, a girl, like a girl boss movie, like the empowered girl who's like, I'm out of this store, you know, throws things out. And like, that was you, like you just went for your passion. So I mean, so if somebody listening right now is like, I, I, I want to do that. Holy crap. I need to do that. Like, what is your advice to them to like, to, to do it? Oh, it's, you know, I think it's so hard because I, I actually had this conversation yesterday with a friend who is at this tipping point in her life where she like is ready for all of the amazing things that are coming to her and they're 
they're almost coming to her too fast to the point that like, you know, she's, she's got to make a decision because the, the things are happening for her. Um, so I think it's one of those things where if you're at that tipping point in your life where you're searching for something and the universe is telling you like, Hey, maybe it's time to do something different. I truly believe that if you lean into that and you keep a positive attitude, your, your life, the people in it, the people around you are going to support you through it. You know, I'm a huge advocate of thinking of, um, you know, Randall's philosophy from this is us, but what's the, what's the worst thing that could happen? You know, what's the worst, let's play worst case scenario. Um, and you know, a lot of the times when we actually put ourselves in those positions, the worst case scenarios are not as bad as we think they are. Um, and when we're talking them out with the people we love and they're telling us like, okay, well that'll never happen. You'd never be homeless because like you could live with me or like right, you'd right. never, you'd never go hungry because you know, you, you can go buy McDonald's for a dollar or right, whatever. Right, <laughs> like, right. <laughs> you know, there's always some solution coming from the people you love, no matter what stage of your life that you're in. Um, and you know, it's just knowing that everybody is at a stage of their life that they're meant to be in. Like you, every, everything goes at a certain pace. I was so thrilled to make that $20, but I literally needed to put it in my gas tank when I left that mm-hmm. session because I was desperate for it. So, the, you know, that's something really, really important to remember when people are looking through that Instagram rose colored, like filter kind of view is that, yeah, it looks really great now, but I'm going on 10 years of this and, it's been a lot of ups and downs. And so okay, there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. 10 years. So I think that's huge because, you know, from me looking at you as an outsider, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, like how she, you know, she, how is she doing this? She's amazing. But what you don't know is that you put a lot of work and sweat and, you know, into this business. Oh, 100%. There's so much behind the scenes. Like, you know, the, the shooting stuff, the what we the content that we put on Instagram, all of that is like the bittersweet ending of just like you said, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. You know, Taylor Swift took over a year. It took me over a year to commit to the idea that it wasn't a dumb idea <laughs> to share it with people and to trust that somebody wasn't going to also take it if it wasn't a bad idea. And then to execute it, to get the right people and to say like, this is something that I like really, really want to do. And it has to be absolutely perfect. And I cannot do everything myself, which means I have to actually trust people. Um, so I, yeah, I love, I mean, I obviously I love the Taylor Swift shoot and it's crazy because I feel like I, once I saw you do that, I feel like I saw styled shoots start to pop up. Like I, and I even told my husband, I was like, I almost think she started the style shoot thing. I was like, because they're like randomly happening. Like everybody's like this great idea, you know? So, I mean, it, it's like it, I, I don't know if you see it that way, but I totally see it like, it almost like you took off on this thing and people are following and they want to do this and they, like you inspired people. I think that it's, it's definitely something the creative industry has been doing for a really long time as far as editorials and stuff like that go. And then there's amazing uh, workshop experiences like Styled Shoots Across America who literally travel and put on these extravagant styled shoots literally across America. Um, But I think for us, it was 
okay, if everyone is doing a styled shoot, if everyone's doing styled shoots and that's the thing, how do we do it differently? And so, you know, this was before we had Lover. We didn't even know when we shot this whole thing that Lover was going to be the album name. We took huge leaps of faith with like one song and um, it was more of a labor of love for, for, for her as an icon. And so the fact that it even fell into this realm of what her album is now is so funny to me because it was it was a pure leap of faith in itself um because we're coming off of reputation which was all black and and that was truly the time that was truly the era that i got inspired to do this so thank god for lover (laughs) well it's crazy because it almost seems like you and taylor are besties and she was sliding you some hidden information because Dude, like, I, I would love to think that we are sliding each other information, but I am still waiting for that call. So I know, I'm, yeah. sure that's <laughs> I'm sure everybody's question, like after that styled shoot, like, did you, did you ever hear anything from anyone? I mean, I saw you were like reshared about a million times, but like, no, Taylor Swift hasn't come to Baltimore yet. No, we, we have had no, not even so much as like an Instagram notice by Taylor nation. Um, but she is notorious for like creeping on her fans. So I, I have full faith that as far as it got into the pop culture, like stratosphere that somebody from Taylor nation had to have seen it. So (laughs) I'm keeping the faith. Oh yes. I mean, I, gosh, it was, it was so good. Like, I mean, just every, the detail, I think that was like the biggest part of your shoot. Like, I mean, your pictures were amazing, but in the detail and just all these different, you know, businesses coming together, it was, it was truly incredible. Like you just really did an amazing job. It was awesome. Yeah. And it just, it goes back to like what you and I were talking about earlier about just empowering people to do something that they really, really love. Um, because I, I, I had said at the beginning of this year, um, you know, I did not want to do just like a bunch of mediocre style shoots. Like I didn't want to do a bunch of style shoots just to fill my Instagram with pretty things. I felt like if I was going to commit that time to planning or doing, or like being part of this big team effort that it needed to be something that we were all like really, really excited to do. Um, and so the great thing is, is like the, the vendor team that we worked with was so incredible. We're all planning another like super secret style shoot for later this year so oh my um God. yeah yeah <laughs> it's fun like we we're having a lot of fun with it and I think that that's really changed the rapport of just our free time and and the way that we're investing ourselves creatively because I think that's also really important um you know I'm a wedding photographer and I love what I do but there still needs to be that connection with my camera on a personal level so yeah, I mean, fun. I can, I, I was looking at your Instagram and I was thinking how your you have a certain way, like your pictures look different. Like they just look like you, like whether it's colors or just like your style, you know, like it, it's you like, and I, and I really like that. I love that when a photographer, like, it's not just, you can tell that it's your picture. Like, and I think it's great. Yeah. Like one of <laughs> my first, I think, um, slogan for my business was, uh, it's not just photography and it's an experience. And it seems really cliche now to say that, but, but, but it it still stands really, really true. Um, you know, when people are asking me about posing or they're asking me about, 
you know, what, what the session is going to be like, I'm like, it's going to be like us hanging out and me trying to bring the best out of you. Because I genuinely just think that if you can look at an image and, and see yourself in it and be like, that's the way my nose crinkles. That's the way I giggle. That is totally the way my chins turn into 30 chins when I am really, really laughing and I'm not even mad about it. <laughs> um, because there are those in-between moments. Like you should have those moments where you feel as confident and beautiful as ever. And then you should also have those moments where like, 30 years down the road, you can share something with your grandchild and be like, look how happy I was, you know, just look how happy my life was. I love that. I love that. I love that you're capturing that of people. That's amazing. Um, Okay. So even better, I love that you do retreats. Yes. Like what, I mean, I thought like you go from, you know, you're, you leave your job, you're going for your passion and then you're photography full time. You do this Taylor Swift shoot. You're all over the place. And on top of that, on top of all the things you do, <laughs> you also host retreats and not just, so I, I mean, I was literally stalking you because I was like, what? I'm following your Instagram. It looks like you're having a blast. And it didn't even look like a photography retreat. I was like, what is this? What is she doing? And I, can I come? Like, should I just buy a camera? So yeah. So yeah. first of all, first of all, yes, you can come. It's not just for photographers anymore. Um, I, I took a year off last year, actually, because, you know, as you mentioned on, on the huge list of the hats that I wear, um, it just got a little bit overwhelming for me. And I, I took a big step back and I said, you know, I'm, I'm just going to focus on business this year. I'm going to focus on myself this year. And I did that and it was amazing, but I missed it. And so, um, you know, we went back into it at the beginning of this year and it's actually open to creative women in general. So women in any form of creative business, fitness, blogging, um, we've had, organizers, like professional organizers. Um, I'm trying to think of all of the amazing things that yoga instructors. Um, we had a lovely girl who actually came from Baltimore, who's starting up a business that are going to be little detailed boxes for gifts. Um, so it's really a place for women. I, if I, if I'm being really honest, it's really a place for women, um, to come because we don't put ourselves first. And especially as business owners, we're workaholics. We tend to work overtime to make everyone in our lives happy and we burn ourselves out. And then we aren't happy doing what we do, even though we love what we do. And so the retreats for me started as this like safe haven to give women a chance to kind of travel, a chance to kind of disconnect, to meet people who are like themselves to get together and get like really pretty and take pictures of each other, me to take pictures of you. Um, you know, it, it started as, as basically a break. It, it really is a retreat in itself because it's meant for women to kind of get away. And what you take from it is amazing because you get education as well as that empowerment. But no matter what, you're, you're absolutely taking something, whether it's a relationship, whether it's tips for your business, et cetera. So the last one, the one that you're mentioning that you kind of said you were stalking a little bit, um, it was really, really geared toward empowerment. And we did a lot of things like personality testing. So we had a human design coach, um, Lauren McMullen was there as a human design coach. 
Uh, Sarah Jane Case was there as an Enneagram coach. Um, I lectured on social media and how to, you know, just be yourself and enjoy that because it is a job, but it is something we have to show up for to be successful. And, you know, little things like that. We tie-dyed t-shirts. We also got into the pool and we had adult cocktails and we talked late at night about the struggles in our business and stuff like that. So it's a, it's a very jam-packed weekend full of lots of things, but on the daily, um, I talk to these girls every day still since we got back. So it's also a huge form of accountability. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the best. It, everything that you said was exactly what it looked like too. Like it looked like just girls hanging out, like just being friends and just, you know, and it looked, it looked amazing. So if somebody wanted to come to that, like, so you said any women can come. And so if someone wanted to come, where where can they, um, they just go to your website to, but how do they book this? Yeah. So it would be booked through me. I do a little bit of vetting just so that I can help people through the process because it is kind of personal and I want you to have all the information up front. Um, so if you're interested in coming, just reach out to me. The easiest way to kind of find dates and, and keep up with information as it kind of comes out is our AKP retreat Instagram. Um, and it's literally AKP retreat. So you can follow us there. There's usually a link in the profile to our most recent event. So we're getting ready to host our 13th, which is very exciting as a Taylor Swift fan. Um, <laughs> retreat. That's a ton of retreats. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, we're hosting our 13th ever in, in Los Angeles. So we are taking our 13th retreat officially to the West Coast. I've never done that before. We are going to the West Coast in November, um, November 18th through 22nd, I think, are the dates. Uh, and we're going to Disney. We are going to be doing a lot of mural hopping. We are going to have a HMUA on site so that hair and makeup can be dealt with. Um, it's just going to be like a really fun time. And I am so excited to share California with people because I have desperately fallen in love with it oh. in the last year. So I was going to say, you do them all over. You know, I mean, like, yes, yeah, that's that's a we've that's never a, done the same place twice. Well, I mean, how do you even do that? You just research the place, and then I mean, that's a I mean, that's incredible that you can do that. And you're not even like you have you ever been to these places every single place before, or sometimes I've been there before, and sometimes it's a completely new experience to me. So, the first one we ever had was in Canaan Valley, West Virginia, which was just a really safe choice for me because it's right between here and Charleston, West Virginia, which is where I'm originally from. Um, And so it really served both the people I had met since I had moved here and also the people that I kind of started my business serving in workshops in West Virginia. Um, And so we started in, in West Virginia and then we went to Outer Banks. I think this, yeah, the second one was in Outer Banks which I had been to before. And I, a lot of times will choose a place based on knowing other educators that I want to use there. So Outer Banks, I went there because I wanted to work with Amanda Hedgepath. And then we've gone other places like New Orleans because we just really wanted to go there. And I had never been there and it was so much fun. It was, a, it was maybe nine girls total. So it was really intimate, but we had a blast, absolute blast. That's great. I mean, you're really doing, you really are doing all of the things. 
I mean, did you ever think that leaving, um, leaving the store and then walking out and then would turn into all of this? No, absolutely not. Like, and it's, it's really funny to me because I don't think of my life that way. And I, I feel very grateful, especially in the way that you, you know, reiterate things back to me and stuff like that. It, it does make me feel, feel very, very thankful for where I am right now because there are so many days where you go through and you're just kind of like, I'm not good enough. Nothing is ever good enough. And then, you know, you hear someone else on the outside say some really nice things to you. And it's like, wow, that's exactly what I needed today. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, and that is a big part of this podcast too, is my, my husband first asked me about doing it. I was saying so many women that I meet, I was like, sometimes I'm like, oh, you're so awesome. And they're like, oh, no, no. And, I, you know, th and they just think it's normal. And I'm like, but a man would be like, yeah, yeah, I'm awesome. Yeah. Like, and we, as women, sometimes <laughs> we always downplay our awesomeness. We're like, no, it's, you know, I'm fine. I'm doing it. Just doing, you know, like it's no big deal. But I mean, it is a big deal. I mean, you're for you, like you're running a business. Like people know your name, girlfriend. Like people know you, like they, they, they're following you. I mean, that's, you know, Taylor Swift is going to come to your door soon. Amazon is <laughs> you were on Amazon. That's true. That is true. I am on Amazon. That was yes. very fun. That is so cool. I mean, <laughs> come on now. You're so it cool. happened. It happened at the retreat and I am not kidding you. We were in the living room and I literally like opened my phone. I saw it and I literally just dropped my phone. <laughs> <laughs> what? They actually reshared it. Because you know, you're that's the social media game. You know, you're hoping all of this hard work will pay off. You're hoping that somebody notices that tag and that it gets shared and you know, that it will excel your following or, or whatever your goal is at the time. And so when Amazon reshared, I was like, Oh my gosh, it happened. Yes. That was <laughs> where is Taylor Swift? Right. Come on. We're ready now. <laughs> if Amazon approves yeah. Taylor, like your face is on her boxes yeah. or your, your face is on their boxes. I know you saw that. Right. <laughs> So funny. Well, you know, another, you know, just to pump you up more, um, I was talking to someone and um, I was actually talking to a different photographer. We were, um, I was going, I was planning a retreat for me and I was saying, oh, I need, um, we always do it in Deep Creek. And this girl was like, um, and she was like, yeah, you know, if you're coming up, she was like, you know, maybe we we'll do something like Ash and Kelly. And I'm like, oh, you know her? And she's like, ah, uh, yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like she knew of you. And she's like, I follow her. And I'm like, that's so awesome. So people are following you. And I'm sure a lot of photographers are, you know, looking at people are looking at you for inspiration and you know, you, you excite people. Um, and for me from an outsider, what I love that you do is you are very, like you're always on your Insta stories and open about your life and your fun stuff. So you're not just a photographer, you're a, you're a person and you're, I feel like you're very, open. yeah. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. That's, that is important to me. That's always been really important to me um, to just kind of retain being the person that I am. And that's, you know, there are days where I don't even feel like I'm being, you know, as genuine as I probably could be. Um, but that, that is an ever going battle with social media for sure. And I don't know that that's something that's going to get easier as we progress in this technologically advanced stage. I mean, <laughs> the cameras are always getting better. So that right. just means more makeup that we need to wear. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> I know. I think it's only going to get, all this is only going to get harder. Like what more can I do? What, how can I put myself? Yeah. Out? 
So, but you yeah, totally, absolutely. totally mastered this. So any last words of inspiration? What, like, what would you, you know, I know I said before, like, what would you tell someone who just wants to go for it? But, you know, I feel like there's, um, there's like a, a little girl out there that's like listening or someone who's like, I want, I want to be the next Ashton Kelly. Like what, what would you tell that girl? You can. Um, I, I genuinely, genuinely believe that you can accomplish anything that you want in this life, no matter what you look like, no matter what your socioeconomic status is, no matter your background, no matter what family situation you come from. Um, you know, I went through a lot of hardships in my life and I, I will not bore the masses. Maybe I'll write a book about it someday. Um, but I'm, I am here to say that like, if you get up every morning and you work really hard and you want something, if you set that goal for yourself, you can accomplish it and it will take time, but time is very fleeting. And as we all know, it literally flies. So, um, tomorrow is never too soon to say yes I to you. Yeah, you're so good. You're so awesome. So one more thing, what is your next, so your retreats are definitely your big thing. Do you have, so I guess actually I was going to ask you what your next big thing was, but you have this secret photo shoot. And, yeah. And, so and the secret then, photo shoot is happening in November. So it'll be kind of like the Taylor Swift shoot. We'll be, we'll be teasing it quite a bit. Um, so if that. you, if you pick up on the hints, we've already been dropping some. Oh, so. I'm so excited. And now I'm going to be dissecting. You may already know what the theme is. Oh, that's so exciting. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, so people, if they want to follow you, um, where can they? I mean, at the AKP retreat. And then yes. um, where else can they follow you? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram as Ashton Kelly Photography, Ashton ASA. Oh my gosh, I like cannot spell my name. <laughs> Ashton Kelly Photography. A-S-H-G-O-N-K-E-L-E-Y photography. Um, you can find me at the same place on Facebook. Uh, I am also on Twitter and that is one Swift lover because I do use that more for the Swifty necessity. <laughs> so if you want to be a part of my fandom, that's probably where you would follow me there. That's awesome. You're so great. Well, Ashton, thank you so much for popping on the podcast and giving your inspiration to everybody. And I'm sure so many people are going to come from this. And I, I'm sure people are listening in, like they want to know who you are. And so just to hear your story is super inspiring. You're awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This was an amazing conversation. Yes, great. All right, everyone, you can follow. I will put all of her links and everything out so you can follow her. Um, it's going to be Awesome. I can't wait to see what she's up to and I need to get to a retreat. <laughs> so yes, I'll be there. You'll, we I'll need be to there. talk about LA. We yes. need to talk about LA. Yeah. I'm going to send you some information on Instagram. Like, Oh that. my God. Oh my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll tune in for the next one. I'll see you later. Thank you so much for listening to the inspire her podcast. Make sure you share it with your friends, tag me on Instagram, Insta Stories, or Facebook, and let's inspire her together.